Hey, 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 world, it's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a brand and visual strategist and the host of La Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, turning your message to a beautiful, beautiful masterpiece. So, guys, we're almost at the Christmas holiday, and within another week, we will be into 2020. We'll be ending a decade. Can y'all believe that? Ten years, gone. Shot, gone. (laughs) So I wanted to, you know, for me, I was doing some cleaning out my closet. Not physically, because I still, I got like all gifts in my closet right now. But I was cleaning out my closet because I wanted to kind of reconnect and rebuild. And I did not want to go into 2020 um, with burden. And with problems and with dramas and traumas and and things that I could not rebuild. Right? So, I started cleaning out my closet. And I started thinking about the things that I had to let go. And the thing about letting go is it's not always easy. Um, I came to this real strong conclusion. I read this post on Facebook and I thought this was an aha moment. It says, forgiveness does not mean reconnect and I thought wow that is (laughs) that's deep because a lot of times we think that when we got to forgive somebody that we got to be all up in their face we got to be chilling with them we got to be lovey-dovey we got to be homegirls and homeboys or that's still your boo thing but when you forgive people you don't have to reconnect forgiveness is is that I will not First of all, that I'm letting whatever went on between you and I go. And next, I'm good. That I'm forgiving you, I'm forgiving me, and I'm pushing forward. And I can't look back at that situation with you anymore. So I started writing letters. And I wrote a letter to myself, right, first. Because I think the first thing that we have to do is clean out your personal garbage and dramas and traumas that you've been holding on to and so I started forgiving myself for things like feeling like you feeling less than I was like you know what I forgive you for the times that you doubted yourself I forgive you Tamara because you wasn't always perfect and yes you had some mess a lot of mess but at least you turned it into a masterpiece You can forgive yourself for that mess now. Forgive yourself. So I did that. Um, Because I don't want to bring any of that into my 2020. I don't want to come complaining um, about the things that I know I can change. And that's one of the things that I'm definitely going to um, reverse. There's no more complaining. Because complaining never, ever makes changes. See, the thing is, is that um, when you complain, you're just regenerating the problem. You're just talking about it over and over and over again. And I wish she would, and I wish he would, and I wish I would, and I wish these. And now it hasn't given you the results you wanted. It hasn't brought in the money you, you desire. It hasn't done anything but kept you stagnant. So now that you know that, it's time to stop complaining and start seeking the way that you can change that. 
So I'm not going to complain about what I, I don't like. I'm just, I'm just going to end it. Right? And even if it's somebody that has hurt me, I'm going to forgive them and move on. And if I hurt them, I'm going to let go. And I learned that because I said I wrote in one letter to someone. I said, I no longer want to ever be a question mark in anybody's life. But more importantly, a question mark in my life. So many of us are questioning ourselves. Right? Do I want this? Do I want to live here? Because usually when you move into a certain situation and you have questions, which is great to have questions, but... If you're asking the same questions over and over in the beginning, in the middle, and at the end of the relationship, the friendship, the job, um, the people that you're surrounded around. If you're questioning their loyalty, if you're questioning whether or not they're toxic for you, usually we already know the answer. Because here's the thing. When we question something, that means that there is some doubt. And when there's doubt, there's no, no comfortability. So no one is comfortable in the situation because you always side-eyed in something. You ever been in a situation or been around somebody and you, you be like, hmm, is she loyal to me? Is he loyal to me? Wait a minute, is she really my friend? Is she talking about me when I walk out that door? If you have some questions, and I'm not saying that it's not self-inflicted because sometimes our thoughts race and it's us who's questioning us. Because we fearful of our relationships and because of past, you know, history and past experiences and relationships, um, sometimes it's just us letting our thoughts go crazy. But usually if it's on a repeat mode um, and there is someone giving you reasonable doubt, then think about that for a second. So I've learned that I no longer want to be a question mark in anyone's life, so I'm not going to stay in something that I'm unsure of, and vice versa. Next, I'm going to let things go. I'm not going to grasp onto it and hold on to it so tight, which I have no problem with. But I think there's certain things that, like, I didn't celebrate certain holidays. Me and my brother just had that conversation tonight where we was like, no, Christmas missed us on many occasions. And um, bah humbug, I don't like Christmas, you know. And I know that we all are aware of pagan holiday, whether it would the whole meaning of Christmas, but and it's not about the gifts, it really is about um, the times of spending with your family and your children and your friends and loved ones and enjoying them. And sometimes when joy is stolen. Right, so let's not even just look at the concept of the holiday, but when joy is stolen, we don't look at things the same. All right, it's just like ah, you stole a joy from it. It's like I I I was at the store and I was at the grocery store and I was you know I was just looking around and I noticed that Chris the joy of the holiday was gone. And I'm not talking about feeling it was just there was no joy. Um, and I've noticed that year after year after year that Christmas does not have, or the holiday season does not have that same joy. Because people, you know, have experienced some traumas and some, some major drama during holidays so they don't look at it the same. They almost want it to be gone where 
holidays took time and you know people have to work on the holiday and all these crazy things that are happening and so people don't see holidays the same um and that is what we have to stop doing and i'm not talking just in holiday sense but allowing the bad past and the bad things take away the joy that we deserve because like it's a habit for us right once once it's stuck it takes a long time to recoup and, and rejuvenate from you know and and that thought of is something bad gonna happen so i'm learning that so in cleaning out my closet i'm realizing that i will not steal the joy of the things that i love or the the things that I love to do, whether it be the holiday season, whether it's spending time with my family because of past events. Um, you can keep that over there. Um, I also will not allow myself to soak about the things that I can't have. Um, I'm learning that if it's not mine, if it's not for me, if it's not aligned with me, even no matter how hard I work for it, if it is not meant for me to have, okay, let me let it go. Let me step back. And I know that sometimes we need to fight for certain things. But the one thing I've learned is you can't, for, you can't always fight for people. Um, if a person, and you know, and this is for my sisters, especially out there fighting for dudes and fighting for their love and affection. If you have to fight for it, it wasn't yours in the first place. So, um, and whether it's a guy or a girl, whoever you, you desire to love, if you have to fight for it, if you have to fight for it, if you have to go to extreme measures and look through his phone and you writing and texting and calling and, you know, and, and, and if he's married or if he's moved on with another chick, let it free so you can have your blessing. And that blessing may be some guy that may be 10 times better than him. But if we're fighting for something, we're blocking what we deserve. So if it's not in alignment with me, I'm okay with it. I'm okay to say goodbye. Um... I'm also okay to close the chapter on it because I can't fight. You can't make people love you, right? I've learned that. You can't make people love you, and you can't make people like you. You can make them respect you, but when it comes to that like-love thing, you can't do that. So um, in this 2020, if we, right, I'm already, I know how to stay in my lane, right? Um, but ladies, Please stop fighting for what's not yours, right? Stop holding on to things that you know is not going to give you the best results. And if it's not yours, y'all back in the day, and it's not, if it's not yours, then let it go, right? Clean out that closet. Let Tyrone, Jerome, uh, Anthony, whatever their names is, let them go. Let them go and move forward. Um. As far as friendships are concerned, guys, you know, you know, back in the 90s, the empowerment of sisterhood was a connection that we have. Um, I don't, uh, I hate the Love and Hip Hop series. I know that somebody's going to say, oh, that's terrible because they've teared down the African-American women's friendships. When in the 90s you had girlfriends and you had, you know, the girl empowerment. You bring on these shows where women are fighting over dudes. And I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. It does every day of the week. But we made it seem like it was normal. 
we normalized us hating on each other. We normalized us saying no new friends and not trusting each other and being nitpicky and messy and nasty because it paid Mona Scott's bills. And I'm not knocking the sister. I mean, she's got a hustle. But I do think that she tore down friendships. I watched her on the Wendy Williams show, and she was very dismissive about what she did because it was about her being paid. And that's cool, but when you allow something to become a cult, believe that it's the culture of the black woman or the culture of women in general, then I got a problem with that. So I would not, I don't watch the show. I love Remy Ma. love um, some of the women on there. But I, 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 and I just think that's not the culture of us. We're, we're so much bigger than that. So like for me, I can't entertain what I don't believe in. Um, I don't believe that women hate each other. I think that women can come together as a united front and love on one another. Also, that black love is toxic. You know, I, I felt like that, you know, when I was looking at love and hip-hop, besides Remy Ma and Papu's relationship, the rest of the relationships were toxic and full of drama and, and trauma. And um, that's, not the, that's not the story of our love lives. And, it sh- and I know that it, it's... It's a reality, so let me just say that. I know that it's a reality, but it's not the reality that we should train up our girls that you, as soon as you fall in love, you're going to have some drama and some trauma, and that your waist got to be snatched, and you got to wear these waist trainers that's, breaking, that's busting open your kidneys and messing up your organs, and that you need to be this way and look this way and have makeup on. Um, I just, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't condone it. I don't believe it. Um, and so, for me, you know, those are the things that I don't entertain and I don't watch now. And I wouldn't watch going forward because we got to encourage our girls and our young women and the women today that we are so much more than the drama and trauma in our lives. That is not the story and the tone and the love letters, that the hate letters that we should write to ourselves. Right? I know that it sells and it makes money and people love the drama. But usually... It becomes our own episodes because we adapt what we watch, right? So that's the lesson that I'm learning from watching Love and Hip Hop and all those other shows um, that we adapt. We, we're training them to think that this is our lives and this is how we should live. And I don't believe that. So, um, you know, it, it's just something that I believe. I believe that we have to clean out our closet and stop allowing mess. To be, I believe that we are all we, that we as African American women, and women in general, but especially African American women, that we need to catfight each other. We got to be calling each other other names, and that the love that we get in, that it's okay to be toxic, that it's okay if he cheats on me, because if he gives me the big house and the nice ring and the nice clothes and the things that I need, that that's dope for me. That's that because that's the reality that reality TV has put out, and I don't think so. I mean, I know women stay. I know that women fight for their love and fight for their husbands and um, relationships, and it happens. It happened to me. But I, I also believe that that's not our narrative. That's not our only narrative. And um, if we keep condoning it, it's going to happen. But and it was totally off topic, but it's not because... 
that's what our closets are filled up. And that's the question that I want women to ask yourselves. What is the type of relationships that you want to attract? Right? What type of... what do? You, how are you turning your mess into a masterpiece But you, when you're still in messiness? When you're in messy relationships and messy friendships and you're in... Um, you you gossiping behind your bestie back or your friend and you hanging out with your friend and me but you really don't like her. The question is is what are you attracting in your life in twenty twenty? Because that's what you're gonna bring. We can't handle our business when we into mess. So how are you cleaning that out of your closet? Right? Don't let them ladies fool you. Yeah, they they making their money off of these episodes, but they not really, really making money. Right? And it's, and that's not how, I, and I know that, and maybe that's their way of going down in history, and that's cool, but it's still a TV show. And as much as they say it's reality, it is not. It's surreal, right? Love and Hip Hop and all those shows where it's messy and drama, it's surreal. Yes, they're making money, yes, they're making bank, but it's surreal. Because they, they write the narrative, and they change the show, and they... Um, put in what they want to put in. And we keep on letting these shows rewrite out who we are. And that's not fair to us. And it's not fair to um, y'all. So how are you cleaning out your closet? How are you fixing that? So I've gotten so close to understanding who I am as a woman. And the woman that I want to portray. And I'm not saying, you know... It's funny because now that I'm older, um, when I was, I could say back in the day with my children's father, there was, there was, there was this, this, this messiness to me because, you know, he was doing some things. I mean, he probably won't admit it, but he was doing some things and I had to come to my reality. I realized that it is not comfortable being in mess. Um. And even now, you know, with you know, down to Lloyd, I, I I had made a decision. I was like, you know what? There's no more ping pong. There's no more question marks. Let's part as you know. My thing was let's part as friends. Um, and I, it was the letter that I wrote to him. Let's part as friends. I love you long time, but maybe maybe there was a reason that we're not connected. Maybe there's a reason because I remember. I never told him that, but I can share with my audience that um, I dreamt about him and I always trying to connect, but never making it. And I kid you not, it would be like we were on a train. Uh, we would say how much we loved each other, but I was chasing him. And he was chasing me. And we never connected. That we always missed a stop. And I remember the last stream we were at, um, we were like in, I don't know, it was a very cold place. Wherever it was, it was cold. And I was standing there and no matter how much I walked close to him, he was moving farther and farther back. And I, and I thought about that and I recently had that dream again and I was like, that's a, that's a message, and I believe that dreams have a way of telling you a story, and you have to really listen to it. So I, I kind of say, you know what, Tamara, I love him and love him as a friend. Let him do him, 
because maybe there will never be a connection. And I came to, I came, I had to set myself down. And I also had to apologize to him because so many times I too have separated myself from him. And so I was woman enough to take accountability. And that's another thing, guys, in cleaning out your closet, what accountability are you going to take? Because you can say that so-and-so did this and -and so-and-so did that, but the reality is is that you did some stuff too. It may not have been like what he did. It may have been a reaction to what he did. Right, but we gotta we gotta come to that reality that I gotta take some ownership. So I took some ownership, and I just was like, you know, I will love you forever and a day. But I I know that maybe that dream was just telling me there will never be a connection, and I had to eat that. So now it was time for me to clean out my closet and prepare for what is ready for me. And I don't know what that is. Real talk. Right, I don't know who it is. I have not a clue. I didn't dream about him or nothing. But my grind, I think that I'm just going to stay on my grind. Like I've been doing, working hard and doing my podcast and writing books and doing graphic design and doing the things that I love because I know that that's, that's my destiny and that's my purpose. And I've done really well at understanding that now. And that's what I encourage you guys to do is to... Um, definitely, you know, go forward. Everything, you know, declutter the things that is boggling your heart, mind, spirit, and soul. Go into major declutter. Throw away the things that hurt you. Throw away the things that have bogged you down. Fix the things that you don't like. And cleaning out that closet, some things are repairable. I have to believe that too, that some things are repairable and make the repairs. And that that repair is whatever it is for you. Because what I need to fix and what you need to fix may vary. But I do know that we have to repair ourselves. Too many of us are walking around with years and years and years of heartache. Too many of us are saying, you know, I'm tired of fake people and I'm tired of fake friends and I'm tired of this. And... If you're tired of it, then this this end cease and desist it. Chill around the people you want to chill around. You know, um, I'm tired of him hurting me. I'm tired of him making me cry. Then ask for the divorce. Ask for the separation. Right? Because you could be blocking your joy. And I think that sometimes a, a lot of us just block our joy. Because we hold on to things that we know we need to remove. We hold on to people that because they're safe and they're comfortable. And if we don't release them, we're going to remain broke, lonely, angry, and horny. We're not going to get the love that we need. And that's speaking to me because I held on for a long time. No boyfriend, no nothing. I mean, Lloyd and I were together. And, you know, I was always being accused of being with some dude. And I'm like, dude, I'm really not with nobody. I'm not even being sexually active, but I was accused of it because I would separate, which is a normal reaction because I would separate, right? And while he was in the pen, I was cheating with him with the pen, meaning I was writing novels and I was bettering me. So uh, you can't make everybody understand that. 
But I don't want to be that person. That's why I'm going so hard now that I'm single. uh, Because I know that if I go hard now, when when I am blessed with the person that is destined for me, I I don't don't have to focus so hard on my career, which I will, but um, I'll be prepared. I guess that's the word to say that I'll be prepared. And so, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening today. Uh, I hope that each and every one of you listening will have the opportunity to clean out your closet. Uh, to declutter the things that bother you, your heart, your mind, and your spirit, to change what you watch, to change what you eat, and that's just for me too, that we all go into 2020 ready to move forward, um, to not take another deck, another take another 10 years of our lives suffering and struggling through the dramas and the traumas and fake friends and all the things that clutter us and, and cloud us. Um, that we are able to love freely, to like freely, to enjoy freely. Uh, we do live in a crazy world, but I also believe that we have the opportunity to, we have permission to say, listen, let me appreciate what we have, to find joy in our hearts, minds, and spirits, to love freely. A lot of us are just loving with so much fear that we just don't know how. And I speak from what I know. Um, Maybe And that was the biggest mistake in my relationship with Lloyd was I loved him with fear. Fear of what he would do. Fear of being hurt. And so things like that, when you love with fear, you're not giving the very best of yourself. Because you're always pulling back. And, and the next thing that I ever get or go forward, that I won't love with fear. I love so freely that um, even if it doesn't work out, I'll be appreciative of for that moment in time in that person's life that I was his blessing. That I will have friendships that I'm not afraid to be fully in. Guys, that's what I encourage for you today. To not, to have all of the things that your heart desires. And that mentally, emotionally, and physically, you know that you're loved. There's no question mark. So, guys, again, thank you so much. You can find me on Twitter at Tam Loves to Write. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Tam Loves to Write 39. You can follow me on Facebook, Tam Loves to Write. Visit my website at www.tamlovestowrite.com. And also visit my graphic design portfolio at www.tamlovestodesign.com. Guys, have a wonderful day. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Number two, support a local business doing your holiday shopping or a local author. Guys, shop and and support those businesses. And the reason why is you never know. Be a blessing to them because they're doing what they're doing to help their family and their friends. And lastly, support a nonprofit organization that you believe in and is doing good for the community that you live in or nationally nationally. So guys, thank you again. Bye-bye.